Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome to our program this afternoon. You're on the voice of the Cape 91.3, and it's such an honor indeed it is. And uh, you'll never believe this, but we have our two honored guests once again. That's our Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels as well as Mona Sabri Davids for with us this afternoon. So remember, you can still send your SMSs to 47913 um, with whatever it is that you want to raise this afternoon with us. But uh, let me just leave it at that and allow our guests to give the introductions once again. Sheikh Molana, Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Alhamdulillah, we're so fortunate this afternoon that we can share um, the sterling guidance that our shiuch and our ulama so readily share with us. Alhamdulillah, may Allah guide them and bless them for the tremendous effort that they put in uh, to help and serve our community. We're so fortunate. Um, I think we're going to allow Sheikh just to proceed, inshallah, just inshallah. With, yeah, with our introduction. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen, wassalatu wassalamu ala ashrafil mursaleen, Sayyidina wa Habibina Muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Rabbi shrah li sadri wa yassir li amri wa hlul uqdatan min lisani yafqa qawli. My beloved mothers and fathers and beloved sisters and brothers and beloved and respected youth and children and dear listeners, I greet you with a universal greeting of love and peace and mercy. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. It is once again a great honor and a privilege for me to be with you in your homes, in your kitchens, in your rooms, in your motor vehicles or wherever you are. And it is such a great honor for me to share the platform today with uh, my beloved colleague and my beloved neighbor in many ways, Molana Sabri. Uh, I'm in the Imam of Portland's and Mona Sabri is Imam in Rocklands. Um, I live in Portland's in um, Sardinia Crescent. Mona lives in Durban Way, near to one another. MashaAllah. So uh, there are many reasons that we are very happy to have Mona again with us, next to us in the studio today. Alhamdulillah. Um, my dear listeners, I'm going to take uh, the first 10 or 15 minutes of the program and I will give over to, I'll give, I'll give you over to my beloved colleague, Mona Sabri, inshaAllah. First of all, my dear ones, please, Appreciate the fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the all-knowing, the greatest, has chosen for us this great deen of Islam as a complete way of life. And I repeat, a complete way of life, which includes all aspects of life. Islam is not only about salah and fasting and hajj. Islam is not only about this is halal and this is haram and this is halal and this is haram. No, Islam is much more. Islam is also about human dignity, human respect, human honor. And I just want to remind you that we just had Human Rights Day on Friday. And I just want to remind you that I'll be, I'll, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, Ya iwan nas, inna khalaqanakum min dhakarin wa untha. وَجَعَلْنَاكُمْ شُعُوبًا وَقَبَائِلًا لِتَعَارَفُوا إِنَّ أَكْرَمَكُمْ عِنْدَ اللَّهِ أَتْقَاكُمْ إِنَّ اللَّهَ عَلِيمٌ خَبِيرٌ Allah says to us, O people, indeed we have created you from one single male, our beloved father Nabi Adam, and from one single female, our beloved mother Sayyidatina Hawa, and we have made you into various nations and families and tribes so that you may recognize one another so that you may know and appreciate one another so that you identify and acknowledge each and every human being uh, i haven't created you in various nations and tribes 
to look down on any, any other human being. I haven't created you differently to abuse and oppress other human beings. My dear beloved ones, this ayah, in other words, these words from Allah makes it absolutely clear that your differences in lineage and in race does not give any one of you dominance and advantage and superiority over others. But indeed, and most certainly, like Allah says in this ayah, the most honored of all of you in the sight of Allah is the one with the most taqwa, with the most piety, purity, righteousness, best of character. They are the most honored in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Not those with the most money, not those because of your color of your skin, not because you are of a certain nation or a certain family or a certain country, not because you have straight hair, you are better and you've got advantage over other people. Allah says, certainly Allah is all-knowing and well-informed. So my dear listeners, the reason why I'm, I'm saying this to you because we are part of South Africa and there's a certain reason why we celebrate Human Rights Day. And I want to remind you, before 1994, this was a one-religion country. I was one of the victims and so many others. We were forced to study the Bible, for example. But since 1994, Tata Madiba declared this country to be a, a, a country of many religions. Please show me another country in the world that, that enjoy the freedom that we as Muslims enjoy in this country. This is our human right. That we have that privilege to worship Allah completely. And Alhamdulillah, Allah has given that ni'mah to us. The thing that I want to say today, my, my dear listeners, we must preserve this ni'mah. And the reason why I'm saying that is, so many Muslims in this country are making unacceptable statements, un-Islamic statements, and you might call it also suicidal statements. For example, I would never allow an African to rule me. And some people even use other words. I shall not allow a daki. And tamafri word, as even some of would say, I shall allow a kafir for me to rule me. This is suicidal. And some Muslims are also saying that, I will be involved in politics because I Now the reason why I'm saying it's suicidal, because maybe after, may Allah protect, it must never happen. After 40 years, the new political leaders of South Africa will read and say, ah, that's a clone Muslims. But they will put in politics. We gave them freedom of religion. And there are a lot of Muslims that said that they don't want to be ruled by Africans, by darkies. We're going to take this freedom away. We're going to demolish the masjids. It's not going to be the first time that it happens in a country. It happens in so many countries. Did you see what happened in CAR? They slaughtered the Muslims. So don't be suicidal. You know, don't say un-Islamic statements. Don't say unacceptable statements. So may Allah subhanahu wa protect us. And may Allah subhanahu wa protect this religion in this beautiful country. I just want to remind you that our beloved Nabi Muhammad, the greatest leader, did the Nabi Muhammad dealt with his politics outside the masjid or inside the masjid? And you know the answer. It's inside the masjid. All the leaders, all the Khulafa Rashidun, Sayyidina Abu Bakr, Sayyidina Umar, Sayyidina Uthman, Sayyidina Ali, where did they deal with the, with the political affairs in the masjid? The, the first political statement, Sayyidina Abu Bakr laid out his 
political manifesto in the masjid of Rasulullah And his famous words were, you have, you have appointed me, but I'm not the best of you. And if you see me on the truth, then you help me. If you see me on the batil, then you rectify me. Say now Amr, the same, he made this political statement in the masjid and he said, who of you are going to rectify me if I'm going to do wrong? And the people, because of the fear for Sayyidina Umar, everybody kept silent. And a small man stood up and he said, Ya Amira Mu'minin, as he iets verkeerd doen, dan slag ons vir met die skirpad van ons saal. To heil, Sayyidina Umar cried. He said, Alhamdulillah, I thank Allah that there is in my community somebody that will rectify me if I do something wrong. So we can't every time say there is corrupt ministers. Now why do we as Muslims not get involved? And that is my, my concluding statement. I would encourage our people and especially our youth to get involved in politics. Show me another country where Muslims have got the space and opportunity to become the Minister of Justice, the Minister of Education, the Minister of Home Affairs. The present Minister of Home Affairs is a Muslim lady, Nadia Pandor. And for anybody for the future in this South Africa presently, if you've got the abilities and you've got the know-how and, 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 and the uh, uh, knowledge, you can become any minister in this country. My dear listeners, I thank you. I thank Mawlana Aslam and I thank Mawlana Sabri. May Allah subhanahu wa protect us and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect Islam in this beautiful country. Wa sallallahu ala sayyidina Muhammad wa alhamdulillah rabbil alameen. Alhamdulillah, and uh, as we say, shukran very much to Sheikh once again for joining us. But uh, remember, Sheikh will be joining us once again, inshallah, for our forthcoming programs. And uh, we also have Mullah Sabri Davids with us. So, Alhamdulillah, we're so fortunate for all the way from Mitchell's Plain. Giants, Alhamdulillah, we're so blessed. So, as we continue with our program, I think at about 20 past we will go for that break. Um, we have about uh, three or four minutes. So, is anything that our, um, our guests want to continue, inshallah? No, I will give uh, Maulana, I, I thank once again you and Maulana Sabri and I will give uh, immediately over to my beloved colleague and friend uh, Maulana Sabri inshallah and you please excuse me and all the listeners and we look yes. forward to see everybody uh, next week inshallah inshallah so shukran very much to Sheikh Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh yes indeed it is an honor to be sitting beside uh, Sheikh Ibrahim alhamdulillah and as Sheikh quite rightly said we were neighbors in terms of where we live in terms of our masjids and alhamdulillah today we were even neighbors around the you know in the studio so this only says one thing and that is that anipuasa mu sheikh may cook it inshallah all the best for sheikh inshallah we do understand of course listeners that sheikh unfortunately has to leave due to other other commitments as well but indeed yes it was a pleasure listening to sheikh um given the fact molana that it is um it is close to break time. Mm -hmm. We will just, uh, you know, once again, just give a kind of a recap of the uh, things that we have discussed previously. Mm -hmm. And our program previously, we mentioned, you know, that uh, certain ways, uh, in fact, we identified 60 ways in which we as men can keep our wives happy. We didn't get very far because of the loads of SMSs that we received, Sheikh uh, Molana. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I think today probably the case will be the same. But so we want to just mention one or two before the ad break. And uh, inshallah, um, hopefully inshallah we can cover two or three of those. Last week, alhamdulillah, with the great grace of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we left off where we said that uh, all of us have shortcomings and that we should accept the shortcomings of our wives 
and Allah will put barakah in our marriage. You know, there's this one hadith that Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam mentions, uh, forgive those uh, uh, on the earth and the one in the heavens will forgive us. And so, yes, indeed, we have to overlook the shortcomings of our wives. And I, we also mentioned, you know, that uh, until the day comes that I can say I am perfect, until that day, I should not, uh, you know, hop on my wife's shortcomings all the time. And yes, indeed, all of us have shortcomings. Sometimes the wife has a little bit more. Sometimes the husband has a little bit more. Either way, it's a two-way street, and we need to, therefore, give cognizance to the good qualities as well. Moving right along, Molana, a very important thing that we should mention is tell your wife that you appreciate her and show her that you appreciate her. I think that simple shukran of dramakasi of jazakallah, I think that simple gesture Oral gesture um, is often sufficient to make our wives feel good about themselves and about what they do for us. And if you look at it, they do so much for us. Things that we cannot do for ourselves. Things that we are not willing to do for ourselves. A simple cup of tea. And I'm being very honest when I say, for example, that I don't prefer anyone else's cup of tea besides my the cup of tea that my wife makes mm-hmm. because she knows how many uh, you know how, how long to leave the bag in she knows yeah. exactly how i like it and so therefore we should just tell them we often can't show them in in terms of of, of repaying them but we can show appreciation we can do little things for them we can tell her you know what above all else i appreciate you mm-hmm. i think molana we are yeah. close to that break inshallah Yes, we're going to go for our break. We come back. Remember, we're speaking to Mullah Sabri Davids and uh, your SMSs. We're welcoming it on 47913. Can recall last week we had quite a bit, I think in less than 20, 30 minutes, we have up to 50. Um, but do not let that, um, you know, to, do not become uh, disenchanted or uh, pessimistic about that. Send through your SMS and inshallah we can keep a hold of it and Mullah can take a look at it, inshallah. Live from Cape Town, this is the Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM. And welcome to our program. I'm Aslam Qasim with Mullah Sabri Davis on 91.3 on Tiabira Dixon Muhammad over there. And I missed her so much for her and Buta Ibrahim. Uh, I'm so glad to see the two of them. And uh, inshallah, remember that you can still send through those SMSs on 47913. You can chat to us, can chat to Mullah Sabri and uh, with myself. Send us an SMS. Anything troubling you within your marriage? Any uh, question you have pertaining to marriages or your children, etc., that we dealt with last week as well, you're most welcome to do so. Uh, however, we allow Molana to continue, and uh, Molana speaking still about those ways that you can make the wife happy, I suppose. Eh, yes, Molana? yes, inshallah. Um, Molana, just before we continue, I was, uh, for the want of a better word, I was kind of accused hmm. of being pro women. Okay. And uh, I didn't respond to the person. Um, but what I do want to say that whilst we may think that the program is pro-women, we must remember uh, or we shouldn't forget the Quranic injunction of mm-hmm. that what goes for the goose goes for the gander. Mm-hmm. And so in as much as we mentioned that how many w- ways to keep your wife happy, in the same way we can turn this around and say these are ways in which you, ha- you can keep your husband happy as well. So we want to tell those people you know, who think that the program is pro-women mm-hmm. um, that it it is pro it is expressed in this way but it also means what goes for the goose goes for the gander yes. also it is an old age old feature 
uh, just just uh, you know take a moment or two Molana. after the ayah came down that you know it is now haram to start to beat the wives like slaves etc etc um, because the Arabs used to beat their wives quite frequently yes. um, and when we say beat we mean as in beat so some man a man's land so then what happened is that uh, after the prohibition came then uh, the ladies uh, Sina Omar radiallahu an mentioned you know that the ladies are now you know becoming so full drat if you can pull it that way mm. uh, put it that way and then some ladies went to Sina Aisha radiallahu anha and they complained to Sina Aisha that our men are not allowed to beat us anymore but then they are doing other things to irritate us and to you know to to, to cause pain to us and then of course the issue went to the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam dealt with it but the point that we want to come to is it's an age-old feature and it's historically true from this and many other incidents that the men were always the ones who were um, you know defaulting the men were, were mostly the ones who, who presented you know uh, issues of concern and so it, and, and certainly in my experience and I don't know if I speak for many other Imams or ulama who do counseling but in my experience 99 uh, percent of the of, of the of the cases it is in fact the, the ladies who complain of the, the the wives who complain of the husband and not vice versa and yes there are instances where the husband complains as well so we just need to just set that record straight that the mm-hmm. program it's not pro women it's pro marriage as opposed to saying it's pro women also yes. and then also we need to alleviate the false myth that exists that islam um, suppresses and oppresses women and this is absolutely not true and i think the nature of the program also will show this out inshallah mm-hmm. carrying right along molana another important piece of advice to our, our husbands and to our wives encourage her or him to keep good relations with her or his relatives for example the parents and other relatives as well we must remember that blood is the grass water mm-hmm. and the moment i'm going to speak ill of my wife's parents that very moment i'm i'm i'm, I'm stirring the anger in her mm-hmm. so 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 imagine that is us as men we respond in that way don't our wives also have feelings towards their parents towards their families towards their uh, blood relatives and so therefore don't discourage the wife even if if we agree you know they, and, and and let's face the reality that there's often uh, tiffs in families but don't encourage the wife to cut ties because the cutting of ties in indeed indeed is, is, is a major sin it is haram so we should encourage the wife to keep good relations and even if it means that you have to take her to the family but keep the family ties alive keep those bonds alive the wife will appreciate it and she will in turn do the same for us she will not then turn us away from our families Mm. Yes, Maaf um, uh, Molena. Uh, no just problem. a just a SMS here with uh, Molena. I was speaking about the tea and the bag must be put in at the right time. Uh, the lady says, "I'm thankful indeed. My husband makes me a healthy cup of tea every time. By healthy, I mean it is rooibos tea. And sometimes I feel for a lovely cup of regular tea with milk, but say nothing as not to offend him. Then I don't drink it, ma. Uh, don't drink Subhanallah. What great wisdom and insight, I I would say. That, that 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 very uh, uh, you know she's not happy but she doesn't show that she does she appreciates what he does mm-hmm. and really and truly sometimes Malana dan staan hy vrou heel dag voor die stoof dan maak sy 'n pot akkenie dan as sy akkenie klaar is hy purgoed soos ingeleere vis of die tea wat sy maak purgoed soos opwaswater you know but but i think uh, that is learned from the example of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam that when he used to like the food he used to eat it and when he used to dislike it he just used to keep quiet and say nothing the worst thing a husband can do is to 
criticize his wife's food in a, de- in a, in a, in a degrading manner. Mm. Sometimes if the food contains too much salt, you should just participate, uh, you know, uh, partake of it, and then in a very soft tone, you know, you should tell it, and then if you ask him why, but we make the point gently, yes. and often our wives appreciate the criticism also, Molana. Um, our wives, each wife believes she's the best cook. Now, to the husband and the children, she is. And I mean, uh, it's just a fact that one would prefer your own homemade food made by your wife, at, you know, all the time. But if the food is not tasty enough, don't be harsh about it. You know, she tried her best. Mm-hmm. Um, so if it tastes like angel, if the acne tastes like angel, be wise, fat is not she wet brood, with butter open, eat it somebody, then imagine you eating angel, you know? So yes, indeed, I want to say that, mashallah, um, Mubarak to that lady for the inside that she has. Uh-huh. Yes, yeah, mo- no more SMSs? Inshallah. Okay, inshallah. Yeah. All right, Molana, uh, a very important point, speak with her with a topic of her interest. Okay, and I think we mentioned this as well. Sometimes we bore our partners. Simply said, "Os makos a partners boring. Os makos a partners alas tali belang and what ik het om te sê Because all what ik het om te sê is gaan with me, myself, and I. Today this happened at work with me. Today I did this at work. Today my colleagues did this to me, or they said this. The wife is not interested what happened on the gebouw, Molana. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know, um, you know, she's not interested in Daga. Mm-hmm. She's not interested in, in bricklaying and plastering. She's really not interested in what the Lani said. Mm-hmm. She's interested in what she wants to tell you. Okay. And so therefore, after a short intro, you know, the week was a bit for the Hilani, was a bit of a lamps, then speak to her about something that interests her. And what interests the wife mostly? How her day was. She needs to unload as well. The kin was vandag feverish geweest, she needs to unload that. Die kin is was stout geweest, hulle wil nie gehoor het vir my nie, she needs to unload it. Or she needs to speak about other interests, her career. And so therefore we shouldn't be self-centered in this regard. Um, we should sp- let the wife speak about things that she likes. And uh, I, I mean, I will even extend that, although we don't encourage uh, the, the watching of television, because there's nothing really beneficial on television, Molana. Mm. Let's just face that fact. It's bad news and sad news all the time. <laughs> but be that as it may, even allow the wife to watch a program of her choice. Like, for example, right now we've got the cricket on, mm-hmm. on one channel. Now, maybe there's only one television in the house. Maybe the wife wants to watch a cooking program to make something new for us for lunch, for me for lunch. And so I shouldn't be so self-centered that everything must revolve around me. I should give my wife a little bit of power as well. So when I speak to her, let me speak about things that interest her as well, and not only things that interest me, inshallah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Moving right along, another piece of advice, this is very, very important, Molana. And this piece of advice is that we should, in front of her relatives and others, praise her. You know, we should confirm and we should realize that, that she is wonderful, that she is a good person and we should do this in front of others uh, from time to time very very important sometimes we have the most derogatory things to say about our wives in front of other people and then we say it in the most derogatory uh, derogatory terms and in the most derogatory tunes as well and tones Mm. we should rather just say mashallah even if i say and look at her when i say it don't look at the others look at my wife when i say 
I have a very good wife. Yes, she has bad qualities. Who doesn't? Yes, she has a, a mistake or an error or two. Who doesn't? But when I praise her, especially in front of her relatives, she will feel good about herself. And someone who feels good about himself wants to share that goodness. And who is she going to share it with? No one else except my, me. And so therefore the advice that we give is that we should praise the, the wife in front of the children, in front of her family as well. Mm-hmm. Have you got any SMSs coming? It seems here yeah, the one says uh, that sent us the tea. She says that salam. She's uh, alhamdulillah. Me again. Molana, the one about the tea. Busy with mark schedules. And so my husband bought food for lunch today. I'm Mashallah. so thankful indeed. Mashallah. Maybe we can request the husband to bring, buy food for the studio crew as well. That's <laughs> always welcome. Inshallah. <laughs> yes. They're moving like the wrong Molana. And I think perhaps the, this just beautifully you know, fits in with what we have said. Give each other gifts. A simple gesture, give each other gifts, it will increase the love in the couple between the couple. And this was of course based on the hadith of the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, where the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam says, you know, give gifts, tahabu, if you give gifts inshallah, there will be mutual love and the mutual love will increase. And this of course is not only from husband to wife, but from brother to brother and sister to sister, friend to friend, and of course family to family and neighbor to neighbor as well. And we can see, Molana, the simple gesture of sending partner cookies in the puasa. Mm-hmm. We can see how much of love exists between neighbors. Which is also not okay. But uh, And then the love just grows. Mm-hmm. And just watch how people t- turn to us when we give them a, a gift. So yes, if husband and wife can exchange gifts, this will increase the love, inshallah. We've got an SMS, mm-hmm. Molana. Yes, another one that says here, um, uh, this is a bit, uh, it says, Molana, my husband betrayed me for 99% of our marriage I forgave him always until he gave my address to his last war to go oh my word to his last war to come hit Allah me Allah. how can I forgive him please help Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. We, uh, we, uh, we forgive the lady for, for, for the usage of that word, and I suppose Molana was on the spot there <laughs> for using that word on air. Um, we prefer that uh, such words, such strong words are not being used on air, um, or in the SMS for that matter, and I can understand Molana was on the spot. It was in the spirit of reading. Be that as it may, um, first of all, the betrayal will never, ever be remedied. This is a fact of life. Forgiveness is there. Forgiveness has to be there. Uh, uh, Nabi, Muhammad, Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, uh, How does it go with the hadith? Okay, the person that doesn't forgive others, will, Allah will not forgive him. Uh, um, the person that doesn't forgive others, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not forgive him. So I, I thank Allah for having put it in the sister's heart to have forgiven the husband. The 99%, I don't know uh, one, one can take that with a pinch of salt, but be that as it may, if Allah gives 100% forgiveness, who are we not to give 100% forgiveness? But at the same time, the lady is asking, how can she? It is awfully difficult, and I would want to agree with the lady to say that it is now often that 1%. But then again, my dear sister in Islam, you have given 99%. So after you have given 99%, will the 1% really be so difficult? But at the same time, given the 99% of hurt that you have gone through and you overlooked it, you have forgiven him, given that the 1% that you want to feel not hurt anymore and given that you were physically harmed, I suggest that you, inshallah, uh, go to your area imam and if you are perhaps... uh, if you don't want to go to your area imam, I would suggest that you go to the MJC for some intervention and some counseling. 
because indeed uh, that husband is not too bad or too evil to change and so therefore one would suggest that inshallah but at the same time i cannot will not and shall not tell the lady not to forgive the man she has to forgive we all have to forgive and forget inshallah inshallah that's it Mullah. okay um, another important uh, aspect Molana, and and this probably those who are longer married falls into this uh, you know into this trap into this pitfall and that is to get rid of the routine once in a while surprise her with something it will get rid of the rust and polish and and, you know, and that will polish it mm-hmm. Molana, often we are so caught up in our careers in our lives in our many many things in our lives that we often often forget that we have a, a wife and this is true certainly for people in my fraternity certainly people in my fraternity that is the uh, imamat fraternity and Molana, you can also speak because you are also in the fraternity mm-hmm. it is awfully and extremely difficult to make time but also don't our wives have a right over us in as much as the community has a right to have their issues resolved don't our wives also have the right to some attention mm-hmm. and so therefore Molana, the free time that we do have spend it with the wife and do something out of the ordinary like the butai no had kup kos if we are able to Molana, on a sunday tell her you know what don't cook today whatever it is you know one doesn't want to also say but whatever it is i'm going to buy us food today or for that matter i'm going to take us out for lunch today often the careers you know we, we find that we are so caught up in our routine that we don't see other things happening it just has to be like that um we for example believe that uh, on a friday night for example on a saturday night um we still because we are whole week we in the house by a certain time we believe and we are so caught up in the routine that Freda's Anne and Sarah's Anne Volosuk I secreted by Jesus and I shall the routine follow hmm. and perhaps routine also is not a good thing because now you understand we become so used to it and if it's not like that we become ballistic so very yeah. very important Molana mm-hmm. well on that note here's another SMS that says uh, Allah blessed me with an extremely good husband spoiled me rotten gave me the best took me for Hajj rice he passed on two months ago Inna-lina. and the pain Inna-lina. seems unbearable as each day pass Alhamdulillah my dhikr pulls me through on the day he died he made me coffee and we drank from the same cup Subhanallah how mm-hmm. romantic is that mm-hmm. how romantic may Allah, Allah give that husband Jannatul Firdaus and may Allah reward him abundantly for being such a good husband mm-hmm. and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala replace for the lady an even better husband uh, once one sahabi uh, passed away in the in the in the battlefield and the Nabi Muhammad sallam, you know, the lady also cried and she was very, very emotional and very, very uh, moved by her husband's death. And then Nabi Muhammad sallam taught her dua, uh, Oh Allah, assist me and help me in my time of calamity. minha, And oh Allah, replace me even better than that. And then the, uh, the dua, the lady made the dua. Subhanallah. And Allah gave an even better husband. And who else? Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ended up marrying her. And so yes, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant solace to the heart. Mm-hmm. I think uh, the lady, inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'un, mm-hmm. this is in completion, but she's only human. She's but human, and one cannot blame her for having felt that. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reunite you with your husband in Jannah, Allahumma amin. Mm-hmm. I may also add that it is a good thing if, and I realize the lady is an idda still, and uh, I, I would assume that these clothes are perhaps still in the cupboard. Um, I don't know if there's any children, but it does help. I've given this advice to many, and many have reported to me that it does help to even 
touch his clothes, for example, not with any insincerity or with any uh, thoughts of dissatisfaction, but just to have a sense of closeness. Um, and I know the lady realizes that Allah has taken him away. Allah is the one that has decided that it is his time to go. But speaking about the person also helps. Speaking about the good, because it is in any case haram to speak about the bad of, 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 of our, our amwat, our dead, our deceased. Speak about his good and be close to his family. Speak about him to his family. And yes, indeed, my dear sister, there's one healer that will happen, inshallah, and that is time. Time will heal you. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make your healing easy, inshallah. Mm. Um, before we go to, to for the break, I just want to look at this SMS. Assalamualaikum to all at VOC. Shukr, uh, shukran for the, this wonderful topic with the nail spot on. Me and my sister, we're both listening to the topic as always. But just today, it's a bonus because both our husbands are also tuned in. Uh, forever grateful. Shukran and salam. So uh, they are tuned in today. So inshallah, I'm sure that they can only benefit from our uh, lovely program as usual. And just before the break, let me just read the next one as well. Um, uh, the lady says here, if I can just get to it, that Sima Isimises are streaming in once again. Mashallah. Um, my husband and I went for a walk after Fajr. Then we went for breakfast, alhamdulillah. Very good husband. Mashallah. Uh, the next one, salam to the panel. Please help to make a long story short. I got married to second husband. He does not want uh, nothing to do with my children. We love like strangers. Uh, cho- Let me just see where it follows. 70, 71, 8, 2, 3. Uh, we love like strangers. Uh, we come. We went eight times to MJC and had many mashuras at my house with lots of imams. There's no change from his side. And my children want to get closure, but he avoids them. I'm thinking of letting him go. Please help. What must I do? Can we just ask Mullah to just hold on to that and we go for our breaks, uh, break and we'll just uh, we come back after the break. My radio station, your radio station, our radio station, 91.3 FM and 95.8 FM stereo. I'm going to go straight into your questions right now. It says uh, the one that we read before. I'll just read it once again just so that we can, for the sake of recapping, um, I'll just remove that refresh button as well so that we can read it without it disappearing. And remember, we're sitting with Mullah Sabri Davids and Mullah sharing advice with us this afternoon. It says, um, Salam to the panel. Please help to make a long story short. I got married to a second husband. Uh, he does uh, want nothing to do with children, with my children. We live like strangers. Uh, children, where he come, that one just got cut there. We went eight times to MJC and had many mashuras at my house with lots of imams. There's no change from his side. And my children want to get closure, but he avoids them. Uh, I'm thinking of letting him go. Please help. What must I do? Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman rahim First of all, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put happiness in that marriage, inshallah. Allah ma'amin. Amin. I think what husbands who marry ladies who have children, I think the, 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 it starts there, Molana, that when you marry the lady, you marry her with children, you are aware that she has children. And so therefore accepting her in marriage is in fact accepting her with her children. Now the question is going to come about whether this uh, relationship is confined to nafaka or whether it is not. Uh, you know, uh, just to clear out the nafaka aspect, if indeed the father is still alive, obviously his responsibility continues 
um, as far as nafaka is concerned, to those children. However, if, it, if, if, if the father, you know, the biological father does not play his role and this husband marries this lady, he in reality takes these children into his lap. And just Friday night we mentioned in our marriage class that uh, by virtue of marrying the mother, the children whom the, this husband has taken into his lap become haram for him after the consummation of the marriage. Mm. So by virtue of those children having become haram for him in marriage, the girls that is, by virtue of that, he has now become their father. And so therefore he has that responsibility of fatherhood towards those children. By virtue of the fact that the lady mentions that the history of, of interventions, I, 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 one has no right to say that a marriage must be ended. One has no right. One must go to, you know, to the nth degree, to Timbuktu, to, to, to save a marriage. And my philosophy that I, when I deal with couples, Molana, is I, I mend, I don't end. Mm. And so I, I want to apply this philosophy of mending and not ending. However, at the same time, there's another philosophy, if you will, or another expression that you can take a horse to the water, but you cannot make it drink. Not mm-hmm. remotely referring to the lady's husband as a horse. Please forgive me for that. Mm-hmm. But then on the other hand, Molana, a drip of water, a drop of water dripping from a tap cannot cause possible harm to anyone. But given time, enough time, if that drop of water drips on a rock over a period of time, eventually we will see in the rock the effects of that water. So the lady must not stop trying. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, um, I could perhaps suggest that she speaks to someone who is close to him instead of bringing various shuyukh, various ulama, various imams to him. Bring someone that he respects and loves and likes. Speak to a brother of his. Speak to a good friend of his. Speak to someone that you think he will listen to. He will pay heed. Instead of then bringing people whom I prefer, let me bring someone whom he prefers and then let him, uh, that person speak to him. Um, inshallah, I suggest, uh, also suggest that if the lady is really at her wit's end, I also suggest some family counselling. And this, of course, can be arranged through the uh, Muslim Judicial Council through the MJC, inshallah. Yes, inshallah. So the following one says, Ya Maulana, um, Allah has blessed me with a beautiful husband, the lady says, beautiful mind, soul and heart. He's busy in the kitchen making lunch and also listening, alhamdulillah. Mashallah. And she says, honey, you are my honey. Allahu Akbar. <laughs> Allahu Akbar. <laughs> yes, inshallah. They must give us the address, Molana. Maybe we can, can, we can pop in for lunch. Yes, if there's enough salt in the food. Allahu <laughs> Akbar. <laughs> can I just look at the, the Certainly, the please do, Molana. Um, it says, salam, we are married 45 years. Mashallah. Love, understanding and respect. Um, okay, love and understanding and respect is a must. Keep up the good work. And that's from Farid. Um, it's perhaps Mulana was Farid. Then the next one it says, Salam Allah, my husband and me are married for 28 years today. Make dua for us. You have inspiring Allah, program. Mashallah, mashallah. And then also Shukran from Adila and Shakir. Uh, the two of them says so. Then Salam Imam, uh, my husband also passed away almost three months ago. Alhamdulillah. We, we went uh, for Hajj uh, together. Alhamdulillah, very good husband and miss him a lot. But my in laws don't worry with me. I'm very sad, still cry a lot. Shukran. Okay, if we can just respond to that SMS, uh, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Uh, first of all, we want to make you understand, my dear respected sister in Islam, that your in-laws are in effect your own family uh, in terms of uh, your, by virtue of your marital relation with your husband. So uh, indeed, if you, if, you, if you can, do everything in your power to fortify and strengthen that relationship um, at the risk of being accused of being dakfial even. 
Often we say, you know, uh, you know, people are dikvel. People are because of, of, of the continued attempts. But be dikvel in this regard. Allah will reward you for that. Uh, and then also perhaps address it uh, in a kind of direct way and say, look, I, you are still my parents. Or you are still my sisters and brothers. And, 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 and I still want that relationship with you. Please, what have I done? You know, have an open discussion, but be meek in terms of, or be subtle uh, in terms of language usage and tone as well. Do not be harsh about it, inshallah. Mm-hmm. Now, the following message, it says, um, Imam, my husband and I are married 48 years and we're very close and still do everything together. I would advise the young ones that marriage involves both. So uh, both should be tolerant at times and both should be involved in decision making. Yes, inshallah. Very good advice. MashaAllah, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept that advice. You know, often uh, people say that we must do things together with the wife. And I say, yes, we do things together. We, when she sleeps, I sleep. And when she, we eat together. So we sleep and eat together, and that takes up a lot of time of our day. So do we do quite a lot together. So inshallah, yes, let us do everything else together as well, inshallah. Mm-hmm. And then the next one here, Maulana, let me just remove that the refresh button so that it doesn't slip away when we're busy in the middle of reading it. This one says here, um, uh, the following one, um, need advice, a mom has two children, uh, first one before and second one after divorce. Now mom is on a sick bed and want, um, want uh, with the encouragements of these two children, want to make the world the western way. And the it's causing so much friction because I'm arguing that we cannot go against Allah's law. Because of my argument, I'm seen as a bogeyman, boogeyman. Uh, there's now so much tension while mom is on a loss. The world is still a mystery and uh, those sisters uh, don't give one time alone um, with mom as they poison her to the last. When I visit mom, either pretend to sleep or genuinely feels that way. I feel so hopeless as the one sister and husband is running around wanting to purchase mom's house while there's still a sister living with mom. Ik is raad op and don't even feel like visiting. It would be un-Islamic to stay away. Please advise, anonymous, and uh, all people of intellect. Shukran. Okay, bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Um, first of all, um, the, 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 it, it is, uh, sometimes, you know, Molina, it is a bit difficult to respond because there's certain question one needs to ask. Okay, mm-hmm. be that as it may, that um, if if there is absolute refusal of the of the living person to make the will according to Sharia, and there cannot be refusal, but unfortunately we have it, and I deal with this all the time. People still want to have their personal preferences uh, written in their will, and uh, this cannot happen because Allah Subhanahu wa Taala has already set out uh, who must get what portions. As for family influences, often we know that this is the case where, where one family member is influenced by others. If there is no way in which one can convince that person that it must be according to Sharia, then I would say, uh, You can take a horse to the water, and you, but you cannot make it drink. So, 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 in addition to that, you would have the right to contest the will after the demise of the person. And then contest it in such a way that you say that it should be based on Sharia. And if that doesn't work, then you are under no obligation to accept anything of that will um, by virtue of it not being on based on Sharia. You, you don't have to accept it. If your portion, you, can, you, you, are, you, are ob, you are obliged to accept your portion only. If you are given beyond your portion, 
you are not under obligation to accept it because it is not Sharia. Um, and sad, sad as it is, if the person refuses, what can we really do? We cannot mm-hmm. take a gun to the person's head. And so therefore, my advice is, instead of you attempting and you trying, why don't you get your local imam or sheikh or maulana in and let him speak to the family? Uh, that would be a better idea and let him convince them that all will should be based on sharia as it comes in Quran. Hmm. Um, yes, Mullah, I find it very sad that sometimes uh, the, the children and, and those involved, they always use the uh, positions of the parents and, yeah. you know, they make away with it. Yes. But uh, let me get to this SMS here. The lady says, um, ah, let me just get to it quickly now, remove the refresh button again. It says here that uh, Salam Mawlana did advise Habi is diabetic and nothing happening down under. Very frustrated I am. What can I do? Okay, mashallah. Um, this is a reality, my dear sister in Islam, that diabetics, unfortunately, um, the, because of blood flow or lack of blood flow, and Molana, this is an open program, this is an adult program, so we just want to go into a, a, a very minute detail. Because of, uh, of, of the lack of blood flow within the veins and arteries um, of a diabetic, the blood flow to the private part is lessened. Um, because during erection, um, because of blood flow, continuous blood flow, and abundant blood flow to the private part, it then has the ability to, 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 to remain erect. And so this is a medical issue. There is help available. Mm-hmm. There's a host of products on the market. Uh, um, there's a host of medical and pharmaceutical products. But there's also natural remedies for that. The natural remedy for for oomph in the bedroom, if you can call it that, um, inshallah, is the black seed, which Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam advises us to take uh, the black seed, and then it is uh, it, uh, one advice comes that it must be taken chewed, uh, and an uneven amount, three seven, depending on uh, how high the libido is. Mm. Maybe it is a two week starvation or a month starvation. Yeah. Uh, unequal amount or uneven amount of black seeds on the tongue, chew it fine, and then swallow down with honey. This is a, a, a sunnah aphrodisiac. Mm. Um, and another uh, uh, remedy that also helps, in fact, the advice that I want to give the brother, uh, get your diabetes under control. Mm-hmm. Once the diabetes is under control, inshallah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will grant khair. Um, also, another piece of medic, I'm not a doctor, please, um, but another piece of advice is to drink something, some medication like aspirin, for example, that will thin the blood, mm-hmm. uh, thereby making each flow uh, much more... Um, Better, inshallah. Okay, okay, alhamdulillah. So it's um, it's it's advice that is uh, available for, yes, for people. Yes, they absolutely. Just need to to find it. This one says, um, "Assalamu alaikum, beautiful program, mashallah. Husband been unfaithful more than once. I have forgiven him, but refused to open up and is constantly in denial. Shows no um, help. I value my marriage and love him very much. Shukran. Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. By virtue of the husband being in denial, means he denies that he was unfaithful. Um, if, the, if the lady has sufficient proof, um, because it will become her proof or her word with evidence and proof or admission versus his denial. So one needs to clarify that situation first, Molana. We cannot just blatantly accuse the husband, especially given the fact that he denies it. Be that as it may, um, if the lady is then so convinced um, and, and, the, and, and the husband is, in, in fact, with evidence, I need to stress this point, that she has evidence, clear evidence and proof and witnesses that he is unfaithful, then she should, uh, in fact, approach a counsellor. And uh, then she needs to also know that uh, if indeed she was wrong, if he wasn't unfaithful, then the, she will have to bear the brunt of that accusation as well. Because accusing your husband or your spouse, rather, of being unfaithful is, in fact, 
I don't think a man is unfaithful and dan gesit en geseelsie met die, met, met die ander vrou nie. Mm. Ek denk jy, man is unfaithful en dan kyk hulle na die steer en sê sê, unfaithful includes committing zina. Mm. So by virtue of me accusing my spouse, or by, uh, uh, by virtue of that, that, it means I'm accusing my spouse of zina, and this is a serious accusation. And so therefore it is necessary for serious intervention. So I would suggest that an open discussion with proof comes. If there were witnesses, bring those witnesses. Maar ek het vir jou gesien daar, met en met. Wat is jy gesien? Ek het gesit in die kar, het jy vir my gesien zina. Maar by the way, die met wat jy my gesien het, my is my negie gewees of my sister, en is al vaag het al. So he has to come with clear evidence that he's not guilty and she has to come with evidence that he is guilty and after that inshallah but again i want to say that one cannot should not will not and shall not uh, tell a couple to break up the marriage rather go for marriage counseling inshallah yeah this one says uh, magnificent topics my sister husband passed away uh, five months ago he was a real man islamically now she had a proposal from a great muslim mature man all brothers and sisters and the three sons are very very happy but aunties are speaking badly is this right Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Malana, last week, you know, we, 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 there was a situation of a lady who called in and said about something about the family, uh, you know, and sometimes often one, 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 one has uh, extensive family involved in matters and uh, one doesn't want to repeat what one said last week, but we said last week we made a very subtle, uh, we've said it very subtly, but, you know, let the family go to blazes. Mm-hmm. Um, in the end, um, these aunties if if these are aunts and if these then 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 they probably have i don't know sitting on a high horse and judging everyone uh, uh, in the end you know if mashura has been made and and, and in the end if if salatul istikhara has been made and the lady feels happy um then then so be it if it indeed is a mistake then 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 then, then it's never too late you know it can be rectified afterwards so i think she should ignore um not not ignore completely but she shouldn't take too much heed or pay too much heed to 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 uh, the advices and do what allah wants us to do and what did allah want allah wants us to get married mm. because that is that is that is the halal way uh, so that is our advice to the lady ignore the advice and, and just marry inshallah mm-hmm. so we have to conclude now it's a um, yes. few moments before the waqt of the war that we're going to cross over and uh, I say shukran very much for joining us this afternoon with Malna Sabri Davids we say shukran to him Allah reward him tremendously Allah for the Allah. sterling and beautiful work that he's doing for our community helping Allah marriages um, uh, you can uh, Malana is the imam at Masjid Uthani so if you do want to make uh, contact with him he's at Masjid Uthani I don't know if I should have said that Malana is it okay? no it's fine <laughs> okay so um, Mullah uh, endorses that uh, I mentioned that he is the Imam at Masjid Uthani, so if you do want to make contact with him. If you enjoyed this program, perhaps um, contact us and tell us how you enjoyed it. Send us through SMSs, contact us via Facebook, whatever means possible. Let us know that you love this program. And inshallah, um, we hope that we can, you know, have Molana once again back with us. Inshallah. Um, so inshallah, may you have a beautiful day. Make dua for all those who are sick and not feeling too well, for our deceased. May Allah grant him the highest place in Jannah for your marriages. May Allah make it uh, unite you, bring that rahmah, that mawadda into your marriages. Amen. And uh, grant you all the best, inshallah. Do not inshallah. forget us in your duas as well. Molana? Yes, uh, inshallah, in parting, I want to say everybody is welcome to a 10-hour marriage class on a Friday night after Maghrib at al Masjid-Uthani in Rockland. So please make your way there on a Friday night, inshallah, where we share also some knowledge and some basic uh, fiqh knowledge, inshallah. Once again, to the listeners, Jazakumullah khairan for your participation in the program. And inshallah, uh, we hope to again, once in the f- uh, in the future again, do Amen. this again, Amen. inshallah. Amen. All the best. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.